1: BSB OT, some number. Gregory and I here for another week of wonderful BSB. Going three weeks in a row, we did Pokemon. We did Harry Potter. And today we talk movie scenarios, I think. A listener named Eric sent in. I should give him his full name, huh? Carlson. Eric Carlson, the defenseman. Um, Mm -hmm. Sent in a a bunch of pictures. And by that picture, I I said pictures because I was looking at his icon, which is of Goku. Congratulations. Sorry, Eric, I'm snitching on you. Um, but it's, he sent in a bunch of, uh, movie ideas for uh, fill in the blanks. We'll be doing at the end of this podcast, or maybe even sooner than that. But before that happens, I feel like we are a hockey podcast somewhat. Sometimes who knows? And the Mets haven't done anything crazy yet. That's whoa, I'm, whoa, the, excuse me. Mets not done
0: anything crazy Did yet. Did they sign him? Not, not officially. In fact, it sounds like they, somehow the angels are now involved. If, if the angels want James McCann, they could fucking have
1: him. Well, I'm not a big James McCann guy. I was actually about to th- – I, you know what? I wanted to – everybody that listens to us for hockey, hold on. Give me two minutes. Just got to talk to Greg yeah. on the side real quick. You want McCann right. for four years? The year, So here I, – I saw a
0: couple people why? like, well, what, what is this? We now live in a world where contracts don't matter with the New York Mets. So what? what's the difference between James McCann for two years and James McCann for four years?
1: Right, you just have infinite money, is so he, he's he, like, when he's, yeah, when he's done, he, he's done. Is he
0: going to block anyone? If, if he's not good, the Mets are just going to – Cast him to the side and let someone good play in his place. We're we're no longer in the Wilpon era where the contract plays. That's crazy. <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: crazy to think that you can think like that.
0: I know, right? I th- Ain't it nice? Yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big McCann guy. Me either. All, all I one. know, all I know is that if they're signing McCann, it guarantees Springer. That that's it flat, flatly. If the Mets sign James McCann, they're signing George Springer. Okay, take it to the bank.
1: All right, well, let's uh, talk about hockey now. We'll come back to the Mets at some point, I'm sure. Uh, Two pieces of news broke since we last spoke on Monday night when there was literally nothing to talk about. Okay, first things first projected season start is January 13th. I think this is subject to change and not finalized yet. And I think a lot of things are still up in the air. I, I keep reading tweets left and right about, hey, there's still so much to be talked about, and this has to be solved. But then they're still acting like the season is starting on the 13th. We, as a mm-hmm. podcast, and correct me if I'm wrong, are choosing to accept this to be true.
0: Uh, let's see. On Monday, I said you need a minimum three weeks from when an agreement is reached. yes. The thirteenth fits that criteria. That is five weeks away, so possible, yes. I hate the idea of no ex, no preseason.
1: I was, Just, I, I think I, I was the person that said that. I was like, I think one exhibition game is too much. <laughs> like they're not doing it. There's no I, way.
0: I, I don't know. Even baseball had a couple exhibition games before they started playing again. Basketball essentially, and NBA had exhibition games before they they're started. They're doing playing preseason. Again, I, I
1: know that they're doing one or two. games. They're, or yeah, they're doing
0: they're doing preseason now. So. Going straight from camp into games just feels stupid.
1: Uh, I think catastrophic there's... feels like too strong of a term. It does feel like time stupid. constraints is a big part of that. Like they want to get this done on the normal schedule. Yeah, but why,
0: Ryan, why do they have time constraints? Because they waited until now to figure this shit out. Fair point. Like the, the, their time constraints are self-inflicted. Right. It's not like what, what, what biological clock, to quote the great Marissa Tomei, has been clicking for the NHL where they ran the clock out on their own ability to have a preseason.
1: Well, you see, let me explain it, it in holidays. There was Canadian Thanksgiving, and then there was American Thanksgiving. And between those, you're not allowed to work. That's just the rules. You're right. I forgot. Then, it's like
0: one extended Yom Kippur.
1: Correct. When, in this only works for the NHL because they have a lot of Canada-based teams. Like, Toronto is the only one in the NBA, and, like, they can ignore them at least. Like, they got their championship. they You mean good. the Tampa Bay Raptors? Yes, the Tampa Bay Raptors. That's what I mean. <laughs> Man, that sucks. Um, but yeah, so it, it extends that whole period of time. And then you see the new year coming up plus Christmas and Hanukkah, of course, uh, for our, uh, our Jewish listeners like you, Gregory, and I'm, I
0: don't, I don't listen to this podcast. I don't know what you're talking
1: that's about. That's true. Sorry. Uh, for your kin, for the tribe is what you'd call it.
0: Members of the tribe. Yeah. Could I also just say for the record? Yes. Flatly. Mm-hmm. Hanukkah is a fake holiday.
1: <laughs> Whoa.
0: <laughs> it is. Hanukkah. Hanukkah only exists to make us jews yes. feel less left out on christmas
1: that does feel i i cannot speak on it that does feel like a nice conspiracy theory that you're creating but
0: it's a conspiracy theory so hanukkah itself is is celebrating an important event i know but
1: everything it, i know about hanukkah from rugrats
0: right no very accurate description i i would say that's fair but it, it's like we don't have a holiday to commemorate david befalling goliath that it is kind of similar to what we're celebrating with Hanukkah. So it's, I don't know. I, it, I, it's it's not a holiday you would go to temple for. It's not a holiday that requires a mass family gathering. It's a perfect pandemic holiday because you get to do it in your own home, on your own time, with very few people. In fact, you don't even need an extra person there to celebrate it. It's wonderful like that. But the, the presence part, that is 100% to make... Me, who grew up in like a fifty-fifty town, feel less left out when Christmas came coming.
1: Got it. The seven days,
0: eight nights. Right. There we uh, us us uh, members of the tribe do everything by night. We right. Everything's measured by nights. No, none of this seven days BS.
1: Sorry, we have uh we we do like twenty-five days of Christmas. It's totally nonsense.
0: Although I do yeah. love it. Six I do. of them are love actually.
1: So. <laughs> I have a giant Christmas sweater collection that I haven't been able to use in my whole living room to show off this year to my Roomba. All right. Uh, so then we got the divisions. So we cho- we're choosing to mm. believe the 13th was is the correct start date for the NHL. Very exciting. Hopefully that happens. Good. Got that Got that out of the way. Then our co-worker, Pierre LeBron, today tweeted out, not finalized yet. and still something to change, but it looks like the 2020-21-4 division realignment currently looks like this, according to sources. The All-Canadian mm. Division, what we talked about with uh, Mr. Dangle on Monday. Then... We have the uh, the East, which is uh, I'm very confused because Pierre, even though he's our coworker, he did Philadelphia is P H A, and he did Pittsburgh as P G H, and it like Pierre, I know you cover the league, my dude. Like it says it on the screen when they're playing. It's not P H A. I mean, that's a fun, a fun way to. It's pretty much saying fuck fuck fuh Philadelphia," right? "Fuh fu- fu- Philadelphia," which is cursing it, and I understand why you would do that. Uh, as a person who lives here, but still like it's uh, asinine abbreviations. But the the East is Buffalo, Boston, New Jersey, New York Islanders, New York Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Washington. And that is a hell of a division. We will be breaking that down as soon as this is more confirmed. But I, I kind of wanted to get an initial reaction because we, we'll go team by team and kind of the matchups and break down the teams next week on the the flagship show. But as I'm looking here, like I really can't see a scenario where the Rangers like it's a miracle if the Rangers finished fourth. And I believe fourth is what's going to be required to make the playoffs.
0: In, in order for them to finish fourth, the Islanders and the Capitals have to collapse upon themselves, right? Uh, yeah, cause because... Because Pittsburgh... th- there's no scenario... Boston Boston, and Pittsburgh will be fine. We we get it. it as long as they're healthy, they're fine. They, it, even with Pittsburgh struggling as much as they did at times last year, they were still fine at the end of the day. Philadelphia, they're there's... It's like the collection of all the parts put together is better than the the individual. They're very annoying like that. It's a good team. I hate saying it. Um, you can see you you started to see some cracks in the Washington armor last year. You started to see the Islanders are just like an island of mit, misfit toys that for some reason, but it works decided for the system, to make a dude. hockey team. It works that with their system. It.
1: It's crazy. He gets get uh, everything out of them.
0: Yeah, the only team in this – even, honestly, the Devils, you can't just say the Rangers are for sure better than them. I think the Rangers have better players – like, the Rangers are more extreme than the Devils, and what I mean by that is the Rangers have very clearly superior players, but they also have very clearly inferior players, whereas the Devils is just like a straight – median across the board. Right. It's like We're everybody's not gonna a... be really bad. We're not going to be really good.
1: Everyone's a B minus to a C plus, but it's everybody. That's <laughs> yeah. that's everyone on the team. Whereas the Rangers, yeah, they're, like, they're
0: like, they're like this year's version of the Miami Marlins. Right. Like, people wrote the Marlins off immediately before the year began because they're just, there's no star. But what we forgot about the Marlins is there was also no net negative anywhere on that team. And sometimes in weird shortened seasons, when you're not playing full schedules and all that bullshit, like random shit's going to happen this year. Someone we think who's going to be horrific is going to go on a six week stretch where they're unbeatable for reasons we can't explain. And then some team that we think is this lock to make the postseason is going to suck because someone's going to be taken out of commission for three weeks thanks to the stupid virus.
1: Yeah. And also it's
0: it's impossible to guess who's going to be what, but if you were just to look at it on paper today, I don't think realistically you could say the Rangers are better than sixth in this eight team division. I can't see any scenario in which you say they're going to finish higher than fourth. And I, I think even getting to fourth would take a miracle. Fourth because It's not...
1: is going to be really rough to get there.
0: Yeah, because the thing to remember is it's not just that the, the Rangers are going to be stacked up against these seven other teams when it comes to the standings. These are the seven teams the New York Rangers are going to play over for 52 to 56 games. And over again.
1: They're never yes. changing. That's They're big. getting
0: one-seventh of, the, one of their schedule is the Boston Bruins. One-seventh of the schedule is the Pittsburgh Penguins. And oh one-seventh of the schedule is the Philadelphia Flyers. That's, That's almost 50% of the Rangers' season going to be spent playing three teams that realistically could win the East.
1: Yeah, and are better than every team in Tampa Bay's division except Tampa Bay.
0: Significant. Bay's division is a literal joke.
1: All right, let's read it out. Carolina. Carolina's the second best team in this. Then then CB's... Carolina's fine. Carolina's fine. They're good, they're a good squad for sure. They kicked the crap out of the Rangers. CBJ, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is so much better than everyone in that division. It's a joke. It's an it's actually jokes. a joke. It's... Red Wings aren't Red Wings aren't
0: actively trying to win. Nope. The Blackhawks aren't actively trying to win. Florida, I don't think can actively try to win. Minnesota, Minnesota exists. is actively not good. <laughs> Nashville going through some weird shit right now too. Like, and so then Columbus, you have Torts and Cal- Carolina to Columbus solid. Cool. Columbus and Carolina are solid. But if you put if if Columbus and Carolina replaced the Devils
1: and the Rangers in the East. Right. neither one of those teams would be higher than fourth. By the way, the Rangers are a solid third place in that division. Uh. Oh, no question! <laughs> like, no question! Like, with a chance to be second.
0: Like, yeah. for real. It, all, it, all it would take to get to second is Carolina underperforming. That's, that's it. it. That's it. So The Rangers, the Rangers could... got put into the pit of misery. That, that That's what the Rangers did. They're, they're clearly... The all-Canadian division will be fun and interesting, and it, it's a shit show in its own right. Uh, the West is just a conglomerate of
1: the west is kind of easy though too like not not you know it st louis blues are there, good i mean the golden knights are there okay but san jose is a terrible like they're awful right now we they're gonna mm-hmm. try and win again but they're a shit show as to, as we're, we've been really honest about well, like I,
0: st louis st louis dallas and and vegas are legit
1: they're legit those teams, are three but, legit teams but that's it like you could still squeeze in as one of these quote-unquote not as good teams
0: that that, but that's fine. They still have three legit teams. There's one legit team, two contenders, and then just a pile of garbage. Yeah, in this central.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And St. Louis went west because their TV provider supposedly. So it's crazy. a, it is crazy. So I just, it is gonna. Be, we'll, we'll break this down a little bit more next week. But I did want to touch on it because the news did come out, and the the pit of misery, Gregory, cannot be a more accurate term. Congratulations on on coining what we're calling this division all year long. Because it's the most competitive division in hockey by far. And this isn't us, and I want to make this super clear. We're not trashing the Rangers. This Ranger team is going to be good and fun. They will be competitive. Maybe defensively they will not be competitive. But offensively they have the firepower. They have good young players who will be really fun to watch. And they'll be in every game. They'll be high scoring. It'll be great. But I cannot see them having a winning record when you have to play like, dude, even we haven't even mentioned Buffalo. Buffalo got Taylor Hall. Like, I know that Buffalo. I'm not,
0: I, I just, I'm not going to worry about Buffalo. Like, they, everything that's going right for the Bills means everything has to possibly go wrong for the Sabres. Everything has to even itself out. Just want to say like, I was a Josh Allen believer, okay? Just want to say. That's, that's fine. Just look <laughs> look at, the Jets are 0-12. They yes. actively tanked the game last week. And why are they 0-12? Because Steve Cohen bought the Mets. These things have to balance out. That's how this works. It's how the universe the Knicks, balances. The, the Knicks exists. can't get out of their own way with lottery luck. The Rangers continue to win the lottery every fucking year. <laughs> even when they're not trying to win the lottery. They're gonna they're gonna you know the they're gonna win another lottery. one
1: next year, right? That's just how this works. I know, and the
0: Knicks <laughs> are gonna pick like 14th, despite having the third worst record in the NBA. I know. These things even themselves out. I'm not worried whatsoever about the Sabres even being competitive. In fact, if you want to go conspiracy theorist, because I like going conspiracy. Me gears. too. This 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 is my MSG Anon take right here. Oh. <laughs> I got, uh, I like it. As bad as this division is for the New York Rangers, yes. it's even better for the New York Rangers because the Sabres are in the same division. Jack Eichel is going to get so depressed finishing last again when his team is supposed to be good again that he's finally going to ask for a trade.
1: That's a good that's a good one. I like that take. It's really not wrong either. I mean, if, if this was the year that he really wanted to, like, take the step forward, boy, he picked the wrong year. Because the wrong
0: fucking year. Yeah,
1: this is a hellhold. Good luck with, for everybody in there. It's going to be— Yeah,
0: and just just to beat back the critics that say we're too negative. Yes. We're, we're not even being negative about the New York Rangers right now. Because like you said, oh. Rangers are the Rangers are young, and they're fun. And when you're young and fun, that also means you're dumb, which means you're going to lose some games you shouldn't lose. But you're also going to win some games you shouldn't win. Gonna oh, and they're going to be high
1: highs when they're high.
0: Here's the problem. In a normal East year, if this was just a normal 82-game season, I would expect the Bruins to be one of the two best teams in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. Yes, sir. I would expect the Penguins to be one of the four best teams in the Eastern Conference. Yep. I would expect the Flyers to be a lock for the playoffs. I would expect the Capitals to make the playoffs. I would expect the Islanders to be a threat to make the playoffs. Those are five teams that the New York Rangers are going to have to play exclusively this year. That's the, it. The, the, the <laughs> Rangers will not get... The Rangers will not get the games against the Red Wings, the Blackhawks, the Panthers, every other crap team that happens to be playing in the Central. Like, the Rangers are being denied the games that should have been winnable on their schedule. And they're being replaced with games that seemingly feel unconquerable. Like, that's that's why it seems doom and gloom for the Rangers today a little bit. It's because we've literally traded every game the Rangers would have had against the Canadians. For more games with the Bruins. That's just mean.
1: Yeah, that's not fun. The Bruins are a very good team. They haven't stopped being a very good team. We haven't even mentioned the worst part of all this yet is that we have to face Henrik Lundqvist eight times. Cool. Nope. Cool. (laughs) Very fun.
0: It's okay. I'm I'm just, I'm so far down that depression slash denial hole that... All things, all things in the world, of Steve Cohen are possible.
1: Speaking of Praise depression and Steve. denial hole, uh, let's transition from that into a wonderful advertisement transition. God, I hope it's DraftKings. It is okay. We're back. <laughs> um, now that we did that, uh, let's. We, we got a fun idea from a listener, so we're going to play this for the rest of the podcast, aka the next thirteen minutes. So Eric wrote something's been working out for a while. Thought you might get a kick out of this. It could fill it in an OT. We're going to do roommates, but this seemed like a, a better idea. Uh, pretty much. Hollywood wants to make movies starring Ranger players. You have to pick a little casting decision. So we're gonna be casting directors, Gregory, as we are. We are not. We are mm. eyes for talent. That is what we do. I got. Do.
0: I got my black couch pulled out. I'm ready to go. Yeah.
1: Please have a seat over there. You can pick a player. Uh, pick a player more than once, but try to spread around some love. After you pick a player, try to decide if it's it's a comedy or drama, etc. Give a little something about how you want to see the movie playing out. Uh, we have nine, I believe, eight different movies. Okay. Uh, and I'll do the first one first. Blank. Has been falsely accused... I haven't read these, by the way. I I skimmed them. That was it. Blank has been falsely accused of a heinous crime. And Special Agent David Quinn is hot on his trail. Only Blank can clear his name and set things right before the season resumes. I just... So,
0: for the record, this is The Fugitive. I think so. (laughs) Um... So who, who's who's a guy accused of doing something that he didn't actually do and now is the only person that can clear his own name?
1: So it's not Tony. It does feel like Butch Navage is the answer for almost every single one of these questions. <laughs>
0: that's because Ethan Hawke could be in all of these movies. But that's not fun. That's not fair. No, it's not. I also don't think Butch is capable of clearing his own name. I think he would just make the situation worse for himself.
1: Right. So could it be my Brett Houghton? My,
0: my gut says Jet.
1: Brett, I don't think Jet has like the pizzazz to clear his own name. Like, yeah, he'll look cool with guns and explosions behind him. Absolutely. No doubt about it. But like, there's something about like his drive to clear his own name where I just feel like he'll go to like an island and kind of just play music.
0: Right. Well, it can't be Jack Johnson because no one has a negative opinion of that man, apparently.
1: Nobody. And he's a gym rat. He's powerful. He's a leader. He's been there before.
0: Jack Johnson stars in the Manchurian Candidate. That's all I know. <laughs> um, I, I, don't
1: I know. I'm sticking. I, I'm sticking with the bandage. I'm out, gonna man. go. Brett Howden here. Feel like he's a. a young – That's because he's attractive. Is he like Brett Howden? I'm a movie star. <laughs> we know. We know. We know. Brett Howden's
0: not a hockey player. So now we're just trying to figure out what he's actually. I'm saying. just trying
1: to find another job for Brett when he's out of one. That's all, man. No, I I, I reject Brett Howden in this pre in this preference. Fine.
0: Uh, also, because David Quinn would never think he was guilty of anything.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Okay, because it is Special Agent David Quinn being hot on yeah. the street. Special Agent David Quinn would only hand Brett Houghton flowers and like pamper him with like exactly. gifts. All right. Good exactly. point. Well, then, who does David Quinn hate? Hmm. Who got bench led? Well, Lea
0: Anderson, Anderson. wasn't able to clear his own name. I'm gonna go with Lea right? Anderson. Probably, <laughs> no. uh, probably. Probably. I guess Heedle. Heedle fits right because Heedle didn't make the team
1: out of camp. Yeah. Not really. Okay. I, I'll stick with Mika for now. I guess that's a good way to go. All right, movie two. Here we go. The team bus left without them, and now blank mm. and blank only have two days to get to New York City and LA before the game begins. Will they make it in time?
0: I mean, this is this is just the rookies. This is Kako and Lafreniere.
1: Yeah, this is this is Kako and Lafreniere for sure. They this put- is
0: also this is also a comedy, but it's yeah. not actually meant to be a comedy. It turns out to be one of those movies you just can't stop laughing at.
1: Exactly. It's like they get on the plane, and then they're like, "Sir, you don't have your passport." And they're like, "We're hockey players." they are Like, we don't believe you. They're like, "Prove it." They have to like knock down water bottles <laughs> at an airport. It's, <laughs> no,
0: it's it's more it's more likely that someone working on an airline is like, "What the fuck is hockey?" Than <laughs> making them prove it. Come on now, get
1: off. What what is hockey? Yeah, oh, I think this is La It's an adventure. Um, they like yep. they like have to like hitchhike in the middle of the country. Uh, it's. It's definitely something uh, – Lafayette was like, don't you know who I am? I'm a national hero. They're like, it's America, idiot. Nobody knows who you are. I think that, I think that works. I think we did. It. Yeah.
0: yeah. That, that, one, that one's a layup. That one was easy. I, I envision it being like Dub and Dumber except Dumber.
1: Yes. Uh, movie number three, Blank, has been invited to the biggest, fanciest party New York City has ever seen, and he needs help. He needs to find clothes and a date, and there's only one man who can help blank
0: so that this is oh who's the man that can help uh
1: <laughs> brett
0: howden is the man that can help because yes. that guy keeps getting into places he doesn't belong is it henrik um, is it
1: henrik back from the capitals
0: no no okay no henrik henrik makes the cameo at the end as an homage to this movie being a remake of a different movie so it's igor uh, yeah, igor is the one that needs to get into this place he's going to date. the
1: party for sure
0: yeah yeah. And Brett Howden's his his uh, man butler,
1: and then Booch is his driver.
0: <laughs> Igor, yeah, Igor can't drive. Uh, that was a. The, terrible you know joke, what? Igor fits even more because we're trying to take him away from the wheel. Right. Um. Yeah, his driver's probably Ryan Lindgren. You just you need you need like a a slab head in there to be a driver.
1: And he also like has the cut on his face still. He's bleeding while he's yeah. driving for no reason.
0: Yeah, Lindgren has some stories.
1: I feel like this is a drama, too. Like, it's supposed to be a comedy, but somehow this, like, gets deep. It starts out kind of funny.
0: Yeah, this movie's named Pretty Igor. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yes. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's keep the trade going here. Movie number four, Rangers win a cup, a wild celebration ensues. Blank has woken up three days later dressed head to toe in Islander's gear and doesn't remember a thing. He needs Blank to help him piece together what just happened. So the hangover, okay. I feel like Ryan Strom uh, is that guy.
0: But I mean, needs Tony to help him remember what happened.
1: I, I, I have to tell you, that would be pretty funny because Tony explaining I, exactly what happened over the three days while totally just lying about literally every part of it. But having to flash back to those total lies would be pretty funny.
0: Yeah. I, I think this one is Strom and Tony. There's no question in my mind.
1: Yeah, because also— Would the- I see
0: the movie? Probably not. But I think that is the pairing. That, that you have to go with.
1: That is what it is. That there, There's no better option for this. Uh, we'll, we'll find a buddy movie in a second, I'm sure. But, okay, this one, next one is a cyborg that looks like Blank has been sent from the future to protect Blank. And he's the only hope to save all of mankind from an upcoming disaster. Blank is actually an evil robot in disguise whose mission is to ensure the end of the planet. Hmm.
0: So there are two. there are two robots. This is Terminator we're doing.
1: I guess so, yeah.
0: Um... Well, Jack Johnson is the evil robot.
1: Yeah, I feel like Tanner's got to be in here. He's got to <laughs> make it <an> appear. <laughs> I
0: think. I think. I think it's clear that Adam Fox is the good robot, and Jack Johnson is the evil robot mm. here to try and destroy. And they're both trying to Adam pro- Fox. And-,
1: and is Fox trying to protect Lingering, or is he trying to protect Keandre Miller? Ooh, I like this.
0: Yeah, I think he's trying to protect Keandre.
1: Yeah, so it's Adam Fox comes out of the lava. It's an action thr- thriller, of course. Comes out Have of the you lava. Have seen Terminator?
0: There isn't lava in Terminator.
1: In this movie, there is. <laughs> Terminator, NYR, When he comes out of the lava, and he's like fully formed. And like Adam Fox, he also looks like Mr. Sun from the... Uh, or what is, that, what is that guy's name? God damn it. Mm-hmm. The Christmas movie that's killing me with the frost and the fire guy fire guy christmas movie
0: the I'm, fuck are you talking about i'm Die looking, hard
1: no 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 a, miser, a miser's christmas movie. Uh, miser's the miser's yes adam fox looks like that guy
0: am yeah. i supposed to know what the fuck that is
1: i believe you are maybe i'm why so, i don't know heat miser That's we a, had a
0: whole segment on hanukkah
1: earlier you're <laughs> thrilling me about a christmas movie that i'm supposed to know all about? right fine it was heat miser is the answer but anyway, yes, this is an action thriller where uh, Adam Fox is a cyborg, which is true. Jack Johnson is evil, which is true. And Kyandre Miller needs protecting, which is also true. All right. Uh, movie 6. Blank is left at MSG while the rest of the team heads up for a Christmas vacation in France. Blank and blank are would-be burglars who have no idea what they're in for. So this is Home Alone. Yes.
0: So who's, who, what kid did we leave at home and forget? Well,
1: <laughs> I feel like this is Hayek the Kayak. Like they let him. We, home. Left
0: the, we left Hayek at home. No, because he's gonna get murdered. Yeah. Well, you need to leave. You need to, It's someone we forgot to bring with us. But actually, I think Phil DiGiuseppe is the kid we left at home. That's true. Like we because didn't. We didn't realize he can fend for himself. Right. But we also and then uh, I think Kevin Rooney and uh, Anthony Potato are the two guys, the two clumsy idiots that are trying to ruin Phil DiGiuseppe's day.
1: Can't get any better than that. Two last two. Everything was normal until one day Blank realizes the world he knows is just a simulation. He encounters oh a mysterious figure, Blank, who offers to uh, offers him to choose to learn what exists and truly is. And use some Kung Fu to fight robots. Is this the Matrix?
0: This is the Matrix. Panarin is Neo. For sure. He's the, he's, he's the one. For sure. Uh, which means Brandon Lemieux is Mr.
1: Anderson. I think that's close. I'm not sure that's the one. Ooh, look, see what I did there. Nice, that was good. Oh, uh, not on purpose. Uh, who's Mister Anderson? He, who's the mysterious figure? Because the mysterious figure is, is uh is what's his name? God damn it! I'm I suck at movies today.
0: Who 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 go uh
1: weaving? No, I was talking about uh the guy who offers them the pills, Lawrence Fishburne, I believe. Oh, uh yeah, Morpheus. Morpheus, duh! I'm a dummy. Um, I think that's who he's encountering. Hmm. Who's no, like? Oh, he doesn't encounter. Morpheus isn't the bad guy who here. Offers him to choose what to learn. Isn't Morpheus the guy who offers? David him to choose Davids, what Davidson to learn? is Morpheus here. Fine. Okay. And then Brandon Lemieux is is Mr. Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Good. Movie eight. A rich hockey player by day, a dark vigilante by night. This is Batman. Blake has taken what it upon himself to defend Fucking the spoiler. city he loves to help he recruited a wonder child, a blank to form a, <laughs> form a crime fighting duo. They hurry to the, they hurry. They have to hurry. The blank from another team is in the executive plot of evil.
0: All right. Well, first of all, Chris Kreider is Batman. Absolutely. Cause we can't figure out if he's good or bad. And we have a lot of questions. Why? I think because of is Robin. No, I was going to say Kravsov is Robin.
1: Mm, that's actually fair. He actually looks like yeah. Robin. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Damn.
0: Uh, uh Rider's Batman, Kravsov's Robin, that makes Malkin the fucking evil guy.
1: Malkin's a team. perfect Batman villain. Yeah, because he's fucking Russian. Yeah, that's just what it does. By the
0: way, shout out, shout out to Russia, my dudes. Good luck with the no drinking for two months.
1: All right, uh, that Malkin, we agree that is he's number one villain there. I think that's it. We have did them all. Very nice, Gregory. Um, Thank you. Another episode of BSBOT in the books. Predictions, your Met predictions going away for the weekend.
0: Uh, I think Springer is a Met before we sit down to record again. Uh, I assume James McCann is also a Met before we sit down to
1: record again. We will do all that and more on Monday night's show. And we will save the baseball for the end. As is tradition, as you all know. Anyway, we'll be back next week. Follow us on Twitter, Orion Mead. Follow Greg at Blue Shirts Break. We'll be back then. Love you guys. Bye.